0: Alright, let's
1: do it. Man, what a day today, huh? First first you talk to the wonderful and great Antonita Collins and then we have on Kyrie who does board up with and you know, for Chris Carlin and Dave Rothenberg. And now we're about to have Valerie, who's an amazing woman at sports and Yankee fan.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, I'm honestly excited. Um, this is going to be really, really cool. So, this has been a triple header. I can't believe I can't believe that we're we're doing this. So, yeah, let's do it.
1: All right, hold on a minute. Hey, Valerie, how's it how's it going?
0: Good. How are you? Good. Good. Hey Valerie, um, this is James from Sports Foods. Um You you followed me on uh, Instagram on The Dark Knight Two I saw your live interview with one of your longtime friends. Um, that was awesome. The end of your work. Um, Thank you. Uh, no problem. Um, first off, before anything, um, how are you doing? How how is, how are you and your husband doing? How's everything? How you guys are handling this pandemic?
2: we're doing good i mean we're doing as good as we can do without sports right now because that's like number one in our house <laughs> um, so um you know we haven't resorted to killing each other because you know we're married we're, we actually like each other but um you know we're holding up in there and you know we just thank god we you know we have our jobs and we are doing well thank thank you for asking
1: No so, problem. No problem. so i saw your tweet <laughs> earlier about you having a lunch with a guy who's trying to make a comeback, Mike Tyson, how, how did that happen, that's pretty cool,
2: okay, so, it was, it was actually a joke, we didn't have a lunch, but, um, it was actually a pretty cool experience, because I was in the Borgata, um, not too long ago, maybe, like, a little over a year ago or so, and, um, Mike Tyson, was in the Borgata he was doing like a show but I really didn't notice that he was even there so we just like saw the signs around but we didn't realize that he was there that weekend so um the next morning we went to breakfast like we, well it was more so lunch because we got there around like eleven thirty, and um we were finishing up lunch and all of a sudden like he comes in with like this entourage of people and just sits down so we didn't even notice he was sitting there. But one of my guy friends, he's like, yo, that, that's Mike Tyson right there. And I'm, like, looking at him, he goes, can't you, you know, see the, the face tattoo? I was like, oh, shit, that's Mike Tyson. <laughs> so I'm like, we got to go say something to him. We have to go, like, say something. And, like, I was with my husband and, like, his three guy friends at the time, and nobody wanted to say anything. And they were like, if you want to go say something, you can go say something. Because we'll probably talk to you because you're a girl. So I'm like, of course I'm going to talk to him. So I, like, I go over, and I'm like, Hey, Mike. And he's like, hey, what's going on? Like, really soft-spoken. And I was like, oh, like, you know, you and me and you share the same birthday because we're June 30th. And he's like, oh, really? And, you know, like, just making small talk. So he was like, uh, you know, you want to you sit for a picture? I'm like, yes, like, absolutely. So I slide right into the booth. Um, one of the ladies, he was with, like, an older woman. She had to be maybe, like, a relative or something. She slides out and, like, my husband's there with, like, you know, his guy friends. And, you know, they're all like, oh, man, I was, I'm a big fan, big fan. And he's like, you know, you want to get in the picture? And they were like, no, no. So they all just hung back and like, you know, we took a picture and we said, thank you. But to be honest with you, he really didn't look like he wanted people to notice him because he kept throwing a towel over his head because he was sweating profusely. So, um, but he was really nice. Um, Surprisingly, like I'm really surprised if he didn't say like, no, I'm good. Like no pictures, but really nice and uh, really cool experience. So, Definitely one I can tell
0: a lot of people. Now, Valerie, you've you've heard what's going on with the MLB and the Players Association trying to formulate a plan. Um, You've heard um, the NBA is trying to do the same thing, open their workouts. They're looking at June. MLB is looking at June. Um, Do you think that players will, A, can sign off on that plan, and B, how confident are you that we could actually see an MLB season this year? Okay, so I'm
2: pretty confident that we could see an MLB season this year. I think that in June it's going to come down to it's now or never for the season. Um, I personally feel that they need to go um, do their – you know, spring training, so to speak, once more in June. That way, come July, they're ready to go. Um, the only thing that I'm a little nervous about here is that in the event that to kick off a season, be it in that three-stadium mashup that they were talking about with, you know, doing it in Texas, Park and Arizona, if they decide to put teams, you know, in each of those um, stadiums, and God forbid one person comes down with coronavirus, it only takes one person, that's going to shut it down for pretty much everybody. So while I am very optimistic, um, I'm hoping that it's gonna get kicked off. I think that if they do it, it's gonna be great, but it's just, it's gonna be something that they're gonna have to closely monitor. And it's kind of like if one person's sick or if one person comes down with something, that's it.
0: I agree. Uh, Also, what I want to know is, um, sticking with the MLB, um, They. Obviously, they've cut down the draft. Um, Past reporters that it's gone from 40 rounds to five, and a lot of MLB hopefuls that hope to get drafted in the later rounds are now going to be unrestricted free agents. Um, MLB is probably going to do the virtual draft. Um, is this the right way to go with the MLB as far as like how they're going to do as far as like drafting is concerned? And do you feel bad for all the other players that have missed out? This. I mean, I definitely do feel
2: bad. I mean, this is something that's unprecedented. We've never seen this, um, you know. Especially going, you know, what, what did they say? It's going to go like five rounds or something. If it, if yeah, wild, wild. yeah, it'll. I mean, granted, yes, the money that you teams will be saving would be great, but at the same time. Um, I think that that's just going to limit a lot of players from getting drafted. It's going to reduce like the picks. I, I, I really don't know, like the magnitude of what's going to happen. But it's just a lot. Of, a lot of players are basically going to get passed up, in my opinion. Um, I just I don't know how they're going to do it.
1: Well, it's the kind of thing where if you're a sure thing, you'll en- you'll enter the draft. But if you're in the middle. Or the ones that would be close that that might normally get picked? Maybe you just might want to stay in school another year.
2: I mean, personally, I would because, you know, you could potentially get drafted and, like, you know, like, have a better shot when there's more picks as opposed to them eliminating the majority of the picks, you know? Like, if they're not going to go to 40 rounds, what's the purpose of even doing it this year? Obviously, I understand that you, you need to do it, but, I mean, you're better off maybe saving a year, staying in school for another year, that way you can get the total recognition come next year of going through all those rounds, you know? I agree. I agree.
0: Um, if the season resumes and we're we'll over to resume, and the MLB, their plan is they want the teams to return to their respective cities. The players are not going to sign off on the three stadium plan because They want to be close to their families, which I think is fair. So my next question to ask is, if the season resumes, should the New York Yankees be favorite to win the World Series?
2: Absolutely. I think that they absolutely are going to be the favorites, Um, regardless of when they play, where they play. We have the team we need right now to win. Um, I don't think it's going to be even like, A matter of where they're playing um the bottom line is they're not going to have fans in the stadiums most likely this this season so regardless of where they're playing whether it's quote-unquote away in another in another stadium or home or wherever it may be um the team that we have is ultimately going to win us you know a championship it's not going to be where we play and it's not going to be under the circumstances that we're playing right now because if you think about it every other team is playing the same way we have to play you know, or, or eventually will play. So I don't think I don't think there's going to be another favorite other than the Yankees, and I'm not just being biased. I think that the Yankees have their missing piece with Garrett Cole. I, I think that we're ready to go, and especially if we do come back um, in July to play, I think that we'll have enough players healed up and ready to go that, you know, we can make a push for a championship this year and, and get it on, get it, you know, number 28.
1: I hope so. Um... In the past, you've done some work with Models. How did you get into that and get okay. in touch with them? <laughs> yeah, this is actually funny. So, um,
2: last year I went to Models and I wanted to get, um, a Didi Gregoria shirt, you know, cause Didi's hot or, you know, at least he was the Yankees and now like he's gone. But anyway, so I went to Models, looked for my Didi shirt, couldn't find a DD shirt and, um, I wound up getting a judge shirt. So I took a picture of the shirt and I'm like, all right, I got a judge shirt, but you know, and then I added models and I'm like, models, I really wanted the DD shirt, but you guys didn't have it. So they actually private messaged me and they're like, hey, we'd love to send you a DD shirt. Um, you know, what, like, what's your address? And I was like, oh shit, like, look, they're sending me, (laughs) they're sending me a a free shirt. This is awesome. So I gave them, you know, and it was, by the way, it was no complaint on models. You know, I just, I like to add people on social media all the time. So like, it wasn't any like push for them to notice me. I just, I was in their store and bought something. So they messaged me a couple of days later. Like, Hey, we shipped you out a shirt. We threw something else in there for you enjoy. So I get it. And it was actually the bunch of savages t-shirt along with the DD t-shirt. And then they're like, if you can, would you mind taking a few photos in it? So I'm like, yeah, of course you guys gave me something for free I'll, you know, how am I not? So I took a couple of pictures. Then they asked me to wind up um, doing, like, a t-shirt giveaway with them, which I thought was awesome because, you know, why not? And then um, later on, when the Yankees made the postseason, they reached out to me. They actually sent me the entire, like, postseason year line. Um, they sent me everything, and I was like, holy shit. Like, I'd, I'd never get free stuff like that. <laughs> so, you know, they're like, yeah, could you, you know, like, if you don't mind, could you take a photo in it? And, like, honestly, Models are smart. And no, like, no offense to you guys, but, like, guys are going to look at a girl in baseball gear, and, like, it's a very smart marketing move, so, like,
1: while That's they didn't, like, you
2: know, while they didn't push me to, like, go, you know, and take pictures or whatever, like, I was more than happy to do it because they gave me, like, free merch, but, um, yeah, they're pretty smart because it didn't really cost them much to get some advertisement, so.
0: <laughs> now, I know you probably said this before when you did your into IG live, so I'm probably going to ask you here for our viewers, um, What was your favorite Yankee moment? Like when? Like season-wise or like ever? Your personal, ever. Your personal, your personal favorite Yankee moment.
2: Oh, this is hard. Um, I would probably say in the World Series um, with Hideki Matsui just being MVP of the World Series in 2000. I think it was 2009. Yeah. 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 I have been a really big Matsui fan, so um, I just like when he he did a lot in the World Series, and basically like when he got you know the MVP in two thousand nine. That was kind of like a stop and stare moment for me. I remember watching it; it was almost like New Year's Eve in my house after the World Series, just watching you know the global ceremony that they do afterwards, and just enjoying that moment and seeing it. That was probably my best, most favorite Yankee
0: moment of all time. Um, just seeing him get that, you know, that honor. Now, I have to ask this question. I put up this poll on on my personal Twitter account, and this is probably the most interesting reaction I've gotten from this. So I'm going to ask you. So, and this is a hypothetical. doesn't mean that this is going to happen. So let's just say... They at like arena sporting events say, you know what? We're going to allow fans to come in, but we're going to have like a waiver or anything that sign specifically states that if anything happens to you, we are not responsible. So that in mind with, with this pandemic going on and there's no cure for this virus, if they allow fans to enter and there's no known treatment, would you risk it or not? Before I answer this question, <laughs> would
2: you guys look at me any differently in the response that I'm going to give you? No. Absolutely not. Okay. So, if they did that, I would give me a pen, and I will sign that paper, and I will walk into my seat, and I will sit there and watch a game. I know this sounds really, like, terrible, and, like, I mean, obviously, this, this is terrible what's going on with the pandemic, but... If they give me a waiver to sign it, knowing that there's no cure, absolutely. Because you want to know something? There's a lot of other diseases in the world where there's no cures. Um, There's no cure for the common cold. Yes, there's remedies to make it better, but there's no cure for the common cold. So if, if the common cold doesn't have a cure, you know, and obviously it's not, you know, as bad as, you know, what's going on right now with coronavirus. But, like, there's a lot of things that don't have cures that we still go out and enjoy our lives. So I'm not... I'm at this point where I've gotten cabin fever in my house, and I can't take it anymore. And if they have a baseball game tomorrow in Yankee Stadium, I'd be probably the first one at the gate. I'd probably be camping out the night before. And
0: it's funny because in this poll right now, fifty-seven percent said yes, forty-three percent say no, and I understand both sides. And I and I and we we had um we had Kyrie Williams who was on the show. I asked him the exact same question. The only reason why he said no because he's like he's married like you you also have kids and he's looking out for his family which again I understand that side the spectrum and i understand your side of spectrum and for, and, uh, and for me I, it, it's hard because there's there's no to me there's no really right nor wrong answer because I feel like everyone is going to either take the chance or not and I feel like life has to go on at some point and I feel like and I've always said this even after a tragedy or a pandemic, it's up to you to decide how you want to make your life better. It's either it's either you stand in fear or you take chances. And I think a lot of people that said less yes like yourself, Valerie, would take the chance because you have one life. You, you, you can't let things scare you because if that was the case, then there'll be no fans attending any games or all the diseases out there
2: in the world. Absolutely. And you want to know something else? And I'll just add to your point. Like obviously your last guess like listen he has children that's one thing if you're like an older person or if you have that underlying condition or if you can if you have somebody in your house that you can get sick that you know, like that has those underlying conditions then yeah i can understand hanging back and you know you want to be a little selfless in that sense but like if you were like me I'm, I'm 30 years old i don't have children you know um i'm I'm with my husband, but my husband, he works, you know, he's a city worker. He's out every day, so, like, he takes that risk every day. I'm at that point where I want to live my life. I'm still, you know, I'm young. I'm Thank God I'm healthy. You know, I'll take the precautions, yes, absolutely, but I can't see myself sitting inside for the
1: next six months. Oh, of course. No one is, too, and it's it's really a personal choice. I mean, for anyone to truly get mad at anybody would be crazy. About a month ago, on the on the case show, a guy called in. He was maybe like fifty something. He said he had underlying health issues, and and even he said he'd go right away to a game. So I, I don't think it's something one can matter. It's just a personal choice because regardless, we're all gonna die. None of us are gonna go further. You want to know? It's it's
2: a terrible thing to say. You know what the. The sad thing is, too, when you say that to somebody, they look at you and they're like, oh, wow, you're selfish and you're this and you're that. No, I'm not. I want to live my life. I want to do things and I'll do things taking precaution. I just I want to do things at this point. You've had us sitting in the house since March. You know, how do you I'm asking everybody here. Are you going to be outside in, you know, in the uh, in the air come July and August when it's 90 degrees out with the mask on outside? Like no, I'm not. <laughs> I'll go in with a gro- in a grocery store. Yes, absolutely, but not outside. You know, in front of
1: my house. That's the only time. That's the only time I wear the mask. Where it's something where I can't be distant. Like if right. it's at a grocery store, I'll wear one. If it's at a pharmacy, I'll wear one. But if it's in front of my house, if it's me going cross street to the deli, hell no, I do not wear one. Cause one, yeah. it's it's pretty hard to breathe, um, and it's just it's just annoying.
0: You know what else too? Like, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> um, I, I was, yeah. No, you I, go I was going to add to your point, Valerie, that I'm going to Florida in August, and that, and Florida's starting to reopen itself next week. They're already allowing Disney Springs to reopen, and Bob and Florida is close to running as normal as possible. And if that's the case, I'm not, I'm not going to be in my house during the summer in 90 degree weather and thinking i have to work with a master all summer because that's just not happening i i refuse absolutely i
2: couldn't agree with you more i mean i know this might sound a little soon but like you know my husband he only gets so many vacation days as do i i mean we booked a trip for like the end of june to florida i know it's like it's really soon you know with what's going on but like If we can't go, then I'll cancel it a few days before. But, like, I'm going with the intent... I'm putting that trip down on the intention that I'm going to try to go. And I'll, you know... I just want to be at a pool. I just want to be tanning. I want to be outside. I don't want to be in my house.
1: You know? That's how everybody should be. We can't let this ruin our lives to a point. And we just got to be smart. Like, if, if you have plans to do something in July or August... There's no reason to cancel it right now. Now, if it's June 30th and New York is still on lockdown, then that's some, that's time cancellations would have to be had. But hopefully.
0: Uh, uh, Sorry to, sorry to cut you off on that, but. From what Cuomo is saying, it's looking like like the end of this month, going into early June, is when New York is going to likely reopen. I, I just wanted to bring that point across. Well,
1: well, well, then that's great. But but I just
0: I just wanted to get I just wanted to bring that point across. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted no, to no, let no. you know that. That, that that that's because good. the death rate is starting to go low in New York and there are less hospitalizations in New York and New Jersey. New Jersey is going to be opened up at the boardwalks by Memorial Day and New York is gonna to start to partially reopen very soon. I just wanted to bring that point across, but continue.
1: That's that, that's good, but it's just the point that hope that ho- hopefully it stays that way. You know, hopefully people right now do do the right thing, you know. Don't take advantage of the parks being open. Don't get stupid and hopefully we'll look at this thing six weeks from now and say, What a horrible nightmare that was
2: I know. We all had good expectations for twenty twenty and like everybody was just looking so much so forward to it and now it's, it's like can we get the hell out of twenty twenty? Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well I think with with, with, and I think, and I and I want to bring I want to bring this point to the point back to Bay, Valley. You're 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 a Yankee fan, you love the sport of baseball. And I've always had this day with my friends because I like all I love all sports. Obviously, hockey is like my walk my is my favorite sport. But I don't disagree with all the other sports. but I always get annoyed when other fans think, "Well, baseball is boring." And my response to that is, number one, have you watched a baseball game? Like, yeah, it's boring. Number two, I always thought, and again, I think everyone has their own opinion, but I always thought that baseball is such a thinking person's game that if, you, if you're if you not able to critically think the strategies to choosing what goes on in the baseball game, then baseball is really just not for
2: you. What do you think of that? I mean baseball is 110 percent not boring and you want to know the funny thing too i've been to baseball games i've watched hockey games i've been been and watched uh football games um they're all different baseball is that type of sport that people are like oh there's not a lot of action oh it's too slow your mind has to constantly be in movement to understand what's going on in the game every pitch every move it makes a difference in the game and for somebody to say that it's boring because it's not as fast paced as football or fast paced as hockey or basketball is, is ridiculous. It's absurd. I mean, you really have to have like a decent attention span to watch baseball. I will say that, but I, I find it exciting. You know, I was before like my husband introduced me to baseball. Like I always knew about baseball. My brother watched it, whatever, but like he really made me appreciate the sport to what it is to what I know now. Um, you know, who, who's to say I was going to sit down in the stadium and watch a nine-inning game with somebody that, you know, is just introducing me to this sport? There has to be some intrigue, some level of intrigue to watching it. Um, you have to have the patience to watch it. I don't think it's something that you could just say, oh, it's boring. If you don't have the attention span to watch it, that, that's one thing. But, I mean, I, I personally don't find it, don't see it that way.
1: You know what it is, too? It's, it's, like, funny, it's funny, too. I'm sorry, it's funny, too,
0: because... I'm a, I am love hockey. I'm a hockey fan. My folks can tell you I eat, breathe, and sleep for national hockey. Hockey is my passion. And I get mad, and there are some baseball fans, and I've seen them get at me like, well, you know, baseball, hockey. It's like, no, every sport is different. And I always tell people, yes, it's very hard to hit a 95 power pitch. I want to see you guys go out there and skate and shoot a puck really fast there'll be a goal and yeah. see a flying puck coming at you. Let's see how good you really
2: are. That's my oh, that argument. Well, I I find, though, that, like, especially with baseball, it's like one of those sports that, like, if you know more about the game, it's more interesting because, like, think of it like this. Like, when a pitcher's is pitching, you know, you don't know where that pitch is going to throw. Is he going to throw a cutter? Is he going to throw a fastball? Like, you don't know. There's so many different outcomes as to the pitch that he's going to throw. That's what makes it interesting. If your mind's working while you're watching the game, that's the excitement, you know? And, like, the outcome is just, you know, the after effect and what we see. And that's what most people, you know enjoy but like just the outcomes of what could happen is is more of the excitement with hockey it's like it's nonstop. i mean those guys they're constantly up and down the ice you know like it's, it's a very different sport from baseball but i mean for people to just say like oh it's such a long you know sport and there's no clock on it and you know like at least like football has like you know whatever, you know the quarters and you know they're just i don't know they don't have an appreciation for the game like we do you know
0: I, I, and, and i appreciate baseball to the point where i love i love the sport of baseball just like you know obviously hockey is for me like always why i love hockey is because my dad got me into hockey got me into soccer baseball was kind of like the last sport i got into but it was also the sport that i also appreciate more because i played a lot of sports and i appreciate baseball and i've always Said that baseball is a is a is a thinking man's game. I always appreciate. And I love baseball, and I love the intricacies of what makes baseball what what makes a baseball player that good. Like and plus, baseball is the one sport. And I and I discussed this with Emily, one of our other guests. Um, baseball is the one sport. See, hockey. If, you, if you're if you're good at face offs, you're really good. You're a really good player. Like, but if, if you're 30 and face offs and hockey, you're really terrible. But if you're 30% in baseball, you are great. For base, that's the only sport where you can fail so out of ten times and still be considered a success. Absolutely. There we
1: go. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say earlier is that with, with, with people maybe not liking baseball, it's it also could be of them that it's a harder process to get into and to play. So some might do sports that's easier or that's less expensive because if you play baseball growing up, it's pretty expensive with equipment. And if you get onto a travel team and stuff like that, and then people using the excuse, but I don't see my people there. So some people, yeah. may, some, some people may use that as, as an excuse or because it is a more of a thinking person's game. You know, so that's just some that excuses people might want to use. Yeah,
2: I mean, baseball is America's pastime, though. Like, that's America's sport. Um, I mean, I think that a lot of people that say, like, oh, baseball is boring, like, I don't think they really have a, have sat down and appreciated a game. I mean, all, like I said, all four sports, like, baseball, basketball, hockey, football, they're all very different. Um, I'll be honest with you, though, like, three out of the four are – non-stop for the most part you know baseball is does have a slower pace but because there's a lot of thought that goes into each play you know it's not like it's it's vastly different from hockey you know so you really have to do, you have to slow down and watch baseball to really appreciate it. But you know what, in the in flip side, you know, a lot of excitement can happen in a matter of seconds, you know, like a guy hits a home run, forget it, you know, like the, the place goes off the off the charts. So, I mean, where it does have those slow, you know, those slow instances, there also are a lot of high times too. A base is loaded, um, you know, two men out, two men on, you know, like there, there there is a lot of time for excitement in the game. You just got to get there.
0: Now, here's the one thing that baseball is struggling with, and I know Manfred is, tr- is well, he's been getting a lot of slack, and he's up there, one of the worst commissions in the league, right next to Gary Bettman. Um, he's trying to bring a younger audience in, because if you look at the, if you look at the landscape of, of, the, of the other sports, basketball has a younger audience, football has a younger audience, hockey is starting to get a younger audience. Um, baseball's uh, average fan is fifty years old. How can baseball get the younger viewers to watch baseball? I think that's what's the problem. That's what the problem with baseball is because the average friend is 50 years old.
2: I mean, to be honest with you, the like, and I think everybody could tell you this too, like, baseball is bred in the the home. Like, families bring up their kids on baseball like I'll be honest with you that's how my brother got into it watching baseball I think it's like it's really a matter of like your family for me anyway because if your family's going to have that appreciation and bring you around it that's the way that you get younger people into it I mean I have two nephews you know they're young boys my brother-in-law got them into baseball he has them on teams like that's how they're growing the appreciation if you don't have that appreciation from when you're young it's very hard to bring it in you know, like when you're 20, 25, 30, unless you have friends that are into that kind of stuff. I mean, I have guy friends that are my age that don't watch, you know, any sports. And I'm like, how, how the hell are you a guy and you don't watch sports? You know, but it wasn't something that was big in their house. So I do ultimately think that that's something that you're kind of bred with when you're young. Um, to bring it to, to making people watch it now, um you know, at a younger fan base, they're saying, like, oh, you know, Make make a clock. Make there like a time limit. Like, why do you have to, you know, manipulate the game that's been played for how many years? So many years. Why are you going to manipulate the game to get younger fans to appreciate it when people appreciate
0: it right now the way it is? I agree. It's a uh, it's it, 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 it's always a debate that's been going on, especially because that Baseball, Manfred is fearing that he's going to like lose the sport because he doesn't have a lot of like young players in the game. But there are a lot of very good young players. I mean, you look at the our, our team. I go, oh, I mean, we got Gary Sanchez, we got Aaron Judge, we got Blaber. You look around the league. The Mets got Pete Alonso. The Angels got Mike Trout. The Dodgers got um, Cody Bellinger. There's a lot of young talent in the game. They just need to promote the stars better. That's all. Oh, you're talking more about, like, the players that are young? That's what you're talking about, not the fans? No, no, I'm talking about, like, the players that are young so that they can appeal to a younger audience for them oh. to probably be players. That's what
2: I'm talking about. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I mean, you have, like, Gleyber is like, right there. I mean, who wouldn't, you know, want to watch a kid that's around their age playing right now in the major leagues? Um, I'll, I'll tell you just to just take on, like, a funny side tangent story. Yeah. Um, my husband's thirty, I think I think Dylan Batanzas is around the same age. They they played against each other when they were in um in high school, you know. So like oh now, now my husband watches him and is like, Yeah, I played with this guy, you know, like when we played in high school. He was throwing like ninety miles an hour in high school, you know, like it's that kinda you know, that's that's his appeal because he kinda grew up with that guy, same age, around the same age. You know?
1: Yeah. He went to Grand yeah, Street yeah. campus.
0: And what's, what's funny is because um, side Story Valley, I met Glaber on oh, my way. I yeah, I met Gleyber Torres, and I met Dylan Um, They are both the nicest people you'll ever meet. I'm sure you probably met some of the nicest Yankee players you met too. And like Dylan is tall. Uh, there's nothing about it. Dylan is tall. I, I, I didn't think that, like, I know he was tall. Seeing him on TV, <laughs> seeing him in, in, up close. That is tall. Like, he is six foot eight. That is tall. Wow.
1: He was also oh, much much skinny in high school, too.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Must I be. mean, he. anybody next to me is tall. You guys are probably. I mean, I'm 4'11, so, like, 6'8 <laughs> <eight> is like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, I'm, I'm six foot. I'm, I'm six foot, so, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, but I, uh, just to go back on,
2: if I met any Yankees players, I've I've literally only met one Yankee player, which is kind of sad. But um, I met CC Sabathia, and he was really cool, really chill guy. Nice.
1: Um, yeah, I met.
2: I'll, I'll tell you this quick little story. It's it's quick. Um, I was in New York Yankee Steakhouse. It was I think it was like the first year that the steakhouse opened in Yankee Stadium, and. Um, I was having dinner up there, and I go to – they have, like, a little, like, area where it's, like, glass, and you can look at the – you know, at the grand hall lobby area Right. and I was, I went over there and I was looking down and I see somebody in like, you know, pinstripes and I'm like, Oh shit, that's Cece. So I literally got off the dinner table, ran downstairs, The gates didn't open yet, but he was actually shaking hands on the way into the gates. And, um, and I was like, Hey Cece, like big fan. I shook his hands. I wanted to get a picture and autograph, but the guy that was with him wouldn't let me, you know, get it. Um, my husband actually saw him out at a restaurant too with his best friends and said he was a really cool guy. Um, so i heard positive things about him. I actually, um, it got canceled, but I think it was in March. I was trying to get tickets to, um, meet Mariano Rivera. He was doing like a meet and greet opportunity. Um, but that fell through because of what, what happened. I
0: was actually, it's funny you said it, because I was actually going to try to get tickets for that as well. But you know, this pandemic, um, did, that didn't happen, and what's and what's crazy is that um I, I what, like when I met Glaber I, I I asked him and this makes it pretty funny I was like Glaber man like I'm I'm gonna miss you hitting home runs against the Orioles you like saying <laughs> 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 oh And, 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 and you know, it's funny, and, and and I'll make a quick story about Dylan. So I met Dylan at a, at the charity event that he did um he did in um in New Jersey because so, you know I live in New Jersey. Um, and and where it was, it was about say 20 minutes from where I live. Um, it was down in Clifton. Um, so I went there and I met Dylan. So I won, I want to autograph Jersey. From him. Wow. So I told Dylan this was before he signed with the Mets was like, Dylan, please stay in New York. We need you. We don't want you to go anywhere. So whatever you do, you, you got to take less money. You gotta say <laughs> he <laughs> laughing. he's laughing. Like we'll see. Oh. you know he stayed in New York. But he wow. left the <laughs> yeah, there you go. He gave you half of what you wanted, but oh man, he did. He did. He uh, Listen, I, I I went to recruit. I was like, listen, I'm gonna go recruit Dylan. Um, he's gonna make our strength a strength, but uh, he ended up going to the Mets, and. Uh, That was a little bit disappointing, like, not that I hate the Met, because I don't hate the Met, it's just, uh, I prefer him on on the (laughs) end. You want to know something, though? When
2: when they um, went into arbitration with him, and basically, like, you know, he lost that, I felt that was going to be his, like, all right, I don't know if I'm going to stay here much longer. That was my vibe that I got from him. Um, So... I'm not hundred percent shocked that he left. Am I upset that he left? Yes, because I felt like, you know, his role as a reliever was definitely progressing a lot better in that list in the last season that he was with us. You know, but um it, it hurts that he went to the Mets, you know.
0: It really
2: did. I mean, I same mean. thing, it, it hurt it hurt when D left too, you know, like
0: they they basically let him walk. I mean fun fun fact, Valley, I was down the spring trading. My calls can tell you, I was down in spring training, I I'm, I had my DD shirt on, but I was down in spring training, I was there, you know, with my boy and whatnot, and, and one of the people I interview, um, she is also a big DD fan, and she came up to me, and she was like, oh my God, you're wearing a DD shirt, oh my God, I miss him, and then we just had a conversation talking about how great DD is, and, and we both planned a trip to go down to Philly, just, to see the Phillies and met, just to see DD. Uh, like, we're, really? we're not rooting for the Mets. We're not rooting for the Phillies. We're just rooting for Deedee. Aw, uh, well, you know what?
2: I I could see Deedee, Dee, I mean, like, in in a perfect world. I mean, yes, he's, I, I'm pretty sure he's my age. Um, But, like, I could see him coming back to the Yankees. I mean, whether that's going to happen, that's, who's to say like if that's gonna ever happen but like he just gave me that like he had just the Yankee vibe you know he was just happy-go-lucky he reminded me a lot just like with his like personality of like Curtis Granderson or like Nick Swisher you know I don't know if you ever saw his tweets after like games like he just had that yeah it's just like it exuded like this just happy person that was just happy to be on the team you know and like the fact that he like he just went to the Phillies, and like I'm pretty sure he's on like a short contract there too. Yeah, um, only one year. Contract. Yeah, it's a one year contract. Like I'm just, uh, it breaks my heart that we that we lost somebody like Dee Dee. You know, I feel yeah. like all Yankees, all Yankees fans feel like that.
0: Dee Dee was clutch for us, especially in that grand slam, which I was there at Game Two of the uh, the LDS against the Twins. That was a great moment, and I'm definitely going to miss that. Oh my God. I can't
2: believe you were there for that game. I'm
0: jealous. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, 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 people call me a big shot. I'm not a big shot. I just happen to be at the right place at the right time, meeting the great players at the great time. So it's just, you know, like, you know what it is? God is good. And I thank
2: God every day. Wow. I mean, that's that's a pretty awesome game to be at if you got to be at any game. I remember actually watching it, um, I was eating dinner and I almost like choked at my food. That's it was it
1: was, it was like. <laughs> he was sitting next to me. <laughs> and he almost did too. But
2: we we watched. We were watching it. And we're like, holy shit! That's just that's just the reaction when we saw him hit that that home run. We were like, holy shit! But it. Oh my god! That's definitely that should go down as a Yankee classic right there. And it's just like you watched it too
0: when he hit it. It was just man. That was beautiful. Now yeah, uh, obviously, um, before before I, I, I do my rapid fire segment, there is um one quick thing I wanna say. Um and this is to my and this is to all nurses, the doctors, the essential workers, the frontline workers, I wanna say a big thank you to you guys. You guys have been on the front line sacrificing every single day. Grocery store workers, truck drivers, all of you guys that are being essential. I personally want to say thank you guys for your hard work, your sacrifices. And without you guys, we, we wouldn't be where we are. So, thank you guys for being on the front line fighting this disease. Hopefully, we can have the treatment so we can all go back to the way things were, and you guys can be home with your families and deserve that well needed rest that you guys both faithfully deserve.
2: And um, can I also uh, say a quick thank you of if course. you would? Go ahead. Right. Um, I also want to thank the um, the healthcare workers, the healthcare professionals, our frontline workers. Thank you so much. What you do day in and day out, each and every day, they protect us. To keep our cities running is just something that we can never, ever fully repay you for. And for that, we are appreciative. We thank you. We hope that you know that your work isn't going unnoticed. And, you know, without you, our cities would just not be running. And, I'm really sincerely saying thank you from the bottom of my heart.
0: Thank you. And now, the favorite part of this segment, as we call the rapid fire, I'm going to ask you random questions, Valerie, and you're going to give me the answers coming off the top of your head. Okay. <laughs> All right. First things first. Um, favorite all-time favorite Yankee?
2: Uh, favorite all-time Yankee would have to be Hideki Matsui.
0: Current favorite Yankee.
2: Was D Gregorious, but at this point probably I would say Torres
0: when Duhar. It's could tell us up between Torres or and Duhar. Um play on the Yankees that you're not a fan of.
2: Um, can I say somebody that is a past Yankee? Of course. I hated Chang Ming Wong, I'm sorry. Why? I did not like him. I just didn't like him. I don't know. There was just something about him. He was just, like, sometimes you used to just, like, pitch and then just screw up games, and I used to scream at my TV, and I I guarantee you, if you asked my husband, he would tell you that I hate him. He wouldn't even have to be, like, coached on that answer. He (laughs) would never hate (laughs) Chang Ming (laughs) Wong.
0: Will Garrett Cole win at least one Fly Young during his run with the game? Yes. Well, how many world series do the Yankees win in the next five years? I'm gonna say two, and Um, that's a lot. I'll take one. Two. I'll take one, Um, but I'll be—I'll be you know, you know, crazy go with two. Team that you dislike: the Red Sox or the Astros? The Astros. The. The Astros Mets World Series. Who are you rooting for? The Mets. Any the play, favorite player that's not on the Yankees that you wish you were back, and you can't say beating
2: That's not on the Yankees that I was, that was back. But that was on the yeah, Yankees
0: he, once before. Yeah, you, no, you, you, he, he can't be. He cannot ever play for the Yankees. Got to be somebody else that's not on the Yankees that you want to be on the Yankees. So BB um, doesn't count. Um.
2: Okay, so never was on. I would say probably Mike Trout. Um, Or, I know this is going to sound terrible because he's an Astro, but I feel like
0: we should have picked him up, uh, Justin Verlander. Fair enough. Um, Do the Astros win a championship after this cheating scandal? Like ever or like in the next year? In the next five years, do the Astros win at least a championship? No, no. They cheated, so I don't think that they're going to be able to win without cheating. Biggest threat to the Yankees in the American League, the Astros or the field? Or the Fields? Yeah, the field. The field meaning
1: anyone. Meaning anyone.
0: Say that again because you broke up. The
2: field meaning I'm anyone? Saying. Yeah. 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 Uh, I would... Mm, I'll be honest with you, the, the Twins were really good last year, so like I feel like there's somebody to watch.
0: Fair, 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 um, the the most overrated baseball team. Uh, <laughs> is it bad to say, uh, the Astros? You gotta say I'm somebody other than the Astros. <laughs> uh, let me see,
2: I don't know. Most over the baseball team, I mean, you, right now, it's different every year. I mean, you could say Boston, but
0: I'm going to say Boston. I'm going to go with Boston. Do the Mets ever win a championship?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say
0: ever, well, yes, unfortunately, but not anytime soon. Um, A-Rod is out of the ownership. Do all the Will ever going to sell the Mets? No. I don't think they're oh. gonna. Does Alonzo finish his career with the Mets? Uh, yes. And the most important question, and I and I'm gonna say that is Aaron Judge is going to be due for his contract in the next couple of years because he's going to arbitration. He's gonna get. He's gonna get. You know. He's gonna be a free agent soon. Is Aaron Judge worth big? Time money like close to my trout money um I'm gonna say if he
2: can remain healthy and play the way that he did in his rookie season yes but only time's gonna tell on that right now with his injuries I say no but if he can shape up and stay healthy and play the way that he played his rookie season then I would give it to him but only time's gonna tell on that
0: and the most important question we're going to take the Yankees out of this. We're gonna take the we're gonna take the Met Cabits, because this ain't this ain't a baseball question. This is a New York sports question. Out of the other New York sports teams, which New York sports teams will win a championship? The Knicks, the Nets, the Rangers, the Islanders, the Jets or the Giants? Rangers. Oh, come on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean
2: like Knicks, Knicks are like eh. Meh. Um I, Giants are dismal right now. Uh, oh. I'm sorry. No, I, I'm a Giants fan, and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. They, they've been sucking the last couple of years, but now they have, you know, Eli Manning's gone. Hopefully this season we won't have to be upset. I mean, I'm, t- I'm taking it you're a Giants fan, no?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm the Giants fan. My buddy is the Patriots fan. Yeah. Uh, uh. Sorry,
1: sorry. (laughs) It's okay, Valerie. You're being honest. We all know the Knicks and Giants are bad right now. There's nothing wrong with being honest.
2: No, it's it's painful. I mean, it's painful to be a Giants fan right now. I look forward to football season. Um, Honestly, not as much as I do baseball season, but I look forward to football season these last, like, I would say, like, how many years since we won a championship, like, it's been a long time. Ten I, years. Ten, yeah, ten I didn't years. want to say ten years. Yeah. All right. It's been that long, and it's just like every time I watch football, it's just not. It's not interesting the way it is to watch like you know a Patriots game or a team that's actually producing. You know, I mean, it hurts to be a Giants fan right now, and it hurts to be a Jets fan right now. Now, are you a Rangers fan? I am. But I'll be honest with you. I watch the sport more leisurely than I do like than baseball. You know what I mean?
0: No, i tell you that that that, that that's the fair. I'm not going to kill you for being a Ranger fan. You just you're not a, you, you're just probably more of a casual hockey fan. I, I respect yes. that. At least yes. If you have a full grown Ranger fan, then I would probably would would would, would be a little annoyed. But it, it's okay. You know, like like I said, I I I consider hockey as an acquired taste. It, it's not. It's really. It's not for everybody. That's that's how I feel it. It's not for everybody. Not everyone's going to be as diehard as as I am. And and I have all the sports hockey and baseball and basketball and football are, like, the three, like, main diehard fans. Like, I'm a Knicks fan, but, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to root for the but I'm not gonna expect anything from the Knicks. Like, like, if the Knicks even, even like, get like a, like a, like 35 wins, I, I'd be impressed. So I'm not even, I'm not even like expecting anything. i I've, I've, I've gone to a point where like, if the Knicks happen to be on and there's nothing else on, then sure, I'll watch a Knicks game. But the Knicks are probably going to be like the last thing on my mind. Like, if you're going to tell me there's a spring training Yankee game and a Knick game, I'm watching the spring training Yankee game. <laughs> that, that, that should tell you how much I care about the Knicks. <laughs>
2: I mean the Knicks haven't they haven't won a championship since before I was born, I'm pretty sure,
0: so <laughs> <You> <laughs> know. Won a championship before, for anyone everyone that's on this podcast, the Knicks have won a championship before any of us were born. My buddy was born in eighty nine, I was born in nine. So they have a one since Jack.
2: Wow. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. I mean, that's that's enough to not make me invested in the sport. I mean, listen, if somebody has free tickets and they want to take me to a game, I go, like, 100%. Um, but I don't go out of my way to go to a next game. If it's on TV and it's the only sport that's on, I'll watch it. But it's not something that's really,
0: like, you know, 100%. I'll put you this way. If someone told me, James, you can either go to a giant game and the giants are like a 500 team or the knicks are where the knicks are i'll go through i'll go to see my giant being mediocre than seeing this game at this point because at wow. least a giant mediocre it's like well you know what at least it's something the knicks are just so bad they're so unwatchable it's like like let's see here what else is on oh oh on um, this tv show is interesting let's watch that
1: Oh, if right. I what if what the what if the tickets the to that Giants game?
0: Right now. What? What?
1: What? What if the tickets to that Giant game was the last very seat in the stadium, but the tickets to the Knicks game was in a beautiful suite?
0: Ooh, as, as much as I love, I do love suites. I am a sweet guy. I love me some free food. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it, it, it depends. It, it all the really sweet. depends. I, I, I Oh, stop
1: yourself. It's a sweet. Stop yourself. You know you picked the Nick game.
0: Well, yeah, only because, Valerie, oh, Valerie, only because he said the sweet. Yeah. Only because he said the sweet. If he didn't say the sweet, then I will pick the giant. But because he said the sweet, and I love free food, and I love weeping and chicken fingers, I will <laughs> say... I will say sweet but as always um guys you can catch out um valerie she's her twitter handle at the ny babe Two. give her a follow she's great you can catch her all over the social media platforms. Um, shout out to a funny story that your husband didn't think that you would last this long. And look at you interacting with everyone. Um, <laughs> look
2: at me now. <laughs> look at you now.
0: You, 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 get spot on us. And listen, we've always, we've had initiative of women in sports. And we've, and like I said, I've had, we just had on and a with the college of ESPN. And I, I, I want to say this from the bottom of my heart. We appreciate women that know that are not just oh they just look good. They're not just when the Yankee just to be fashion statement that you are a dedicated fan. You love the sport. You love interacting with fans and shout out to your family. Shout out to your husband and shout out to everyone that got you into the game, loving this game, doing all these things and the guys if you're listening, listen on catch up the Valerie at NY Babe for all of any good giveaways and things that she's gonna be giving away real soon. Check her out. She's great. She's awesome. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate that you reached Anytime. out. It was so much fun. <laughs> thank you. No problem, Valley. Take it easy. We hope to have you again real soon. Have a good night and thank you again for coming on.
1: Thank you and stay safe guys. Uh, absolutely. Bye. Bye. Bye bye well and that was Valerie she's very smart and talented and if you guys have never heard her before you probably should start and uh really just, just so you can say her at correctly sir the NYY babe 2 my apologies anyway it, it'll be on the twitter handle after
0: the episode goes up um she's dope she's great she's awesome give her a follow um obviously um unfortunately due to um events um, keith is attending something with family stuff so he's not gonna be on next week he's going to reschedule he's going to get back to me real soon so there's that um keith, we wish you um, we wish you and your, your family stay havens. We hope to have you back on here soon. Guys, this triple header has been great. From Anthony to Collins to Kyrie Williams all the way to Valerie. This has been great. This is probably the
1: most work we've done today, actually. This was pretty impressive. Yeah, this this has been the most I've done in the past two months. <laughs>
0: Listen, man. like, all I can say, and for those, and like I said, like, the Instagram live, the podcast, this is all great for us. Everyone, this is us. And for the fact that we're giving you great content, giving you great guests, we're doing this for you guys. I really hope you guys take a listen. Um, Emily, I know she said she's going to want to be on Puck Lock. We're going to be dropping... Um, the latest puck episode in the next few weeks because the NHL is getting plans to come back. Emily wants to go one-on-one with me with her hockey knowledge. So it's going to be the battle of the baseball girl versus the hockey guy. So that's going to be a fun battle.
1: I Don't pick Emily all day. Emily will just kick your butt.
0: You're, you're a bad guy. You're, you're, you're a bad teammate.
1: You're a bad teammate. Oh, I'm a bad teammate. Yeah, all right. All right, go home with that one, sir. Um, I hope all of you have a happy Mother's Day with your mothers. If you do not have a mother, then have a happy day with your father or whoever raised you. Um, But because this week has been so hectic, guys, this is it till... You know what? Let's shoot for Tuesday or Wednesday. The only way we'll, we'll, we'll record before those days is if we get a big guest. If we get a big guest that wants to come on, of course, but other than that, Tuesday or Wednesday, um, just because these past two weeks, you know, we've had Sharon, we've had Rachel, we've had today, um, Gruntalks MLB. And we've had so many people that we've just been recording nonstop. So, you know, if, if we were getting paid to do this, we'd never take a day off. But, because because we're not getting paid, we're, we're, we're going to take a little us time.
0: Guys, uh, this is going to be a short little break. We'll be back on Tuesday or or, we'll we'll shoot for Tuesday. It's just. Like my, like my co-host said, we've been doing this for the past two weeks straight. We need a break. But um, listen, um, I hope, my co-host, I hope you have a great Mother's Day. I'm sure you're going to say the same thing to my mom as well. Of
1: course. Um, and, and, even, and even more. I, I actually, this Mother's Day means more to you than, than it does to me because this is, unfortunately, the first Mother's Day that you'll be having without your father being around. So... Yeah just maybe make this one even extra special Um, then obviously next Um, month would be even harder but
0: next month will be rough it will be the first um, father's day without
1: my dad hopefully by next month man we can be out and about and being some sense of normal
0: as long as people aren't stupid then yes I agree. But anyways, guys, this has been great. Um, it's time to wrap this up. We will be back Tuesday. This has been it for all our interviews. Thank you for all the guests been on the past few weeks. We're gonna take a little break. We'll be back on Tuesday. And in the words of the great Michael Kay, life is a series of lowest goodbyes. I'm afraid it's time to say goodbye. We'll be back on Tuesday, guys.
1: And you will wake <laughs> up a Jets fan.